Talking with Girlfriends is our outlet. It's our therapy, our entertainment, and our education. Co-hosts Madness Shete Jones and Tennille Daniels explore how to make life better by doing it together. Join in as we dish on friendship, family, food, faith, and fearlessness. You're now listening to the Love Madam Podcast. What is up, Maddie? Hello, TD. How are you, my love? I am well. Spring is here. We are springing. It's yes. middle of spring. God. Well, not middle of spring, but middle of March. Right. Absolutely. Good times. Good times. Sun is shining. I feel like it does something for my mood. Well, I'm glad you're in a good mood. Yeah. So, hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. I have been doing a lot of simplifying in this season of life. I'm trying to be more organized and more productive. Mm. Um, and y'all know I love a um, Google Calendar. Do they know? I know. Yeah, I love a Google Calendar, okay? <laughs> My life is calendared down. She will send a calendar invite like in 30 seconds after you put, like, say you're going to do something. I will. When we're in the group chat, they would be like, can somebody send a calendar invite? I'm like, Already sent. Done. Exactly. <laughs> um, but one new thing that I am also loving as of the last couple of weeks is Google Tasks. Mm. Um, so if you're in Gmail and you go to the right-hand side, there's like a little blue icon with some yellow something on it like a blue circle with like some yellow a check mark or something never seen it but i'll have to look for it yeah the it guy at my job told me about it and because we were talking about all these different like tools like trello and asana Uh and all these cool tools and he was like why don't you just use google tasks it's it's right there super easy um so i started and i love it for me there's nothing like checking off a box i do like a good like task list check checklist yeah so that's what i'm loving right now and also in the productivity category i have recently made the switch from um instacart to amazon prime i was using instacart um when i started getting real big towards the end of the pregnancy Mm -hmm. me grocery shopping was just not it right um and i noticed that so i got the annual subscription so it was you know as long as you pay 35 dollars, it was paid for the year but Mm -hmm. then i noticed that the prices of the groceries are actually higher on instacart than in the grocery store Mm -hmm. and then i was paying the annual subscription which is like a hundred dollars but i was already paying i already pay that for amazon prime yeah so if you already have amazon prime you actually already have amazon prime now and thanks to maddie i already have amazon (laughs) prime now (laughs) so that's the other thing i'm loving and i mean they're so smart because it's made me more of a whole food shopper because there's not one near me i use it faithfully yeah but now that they deliver and the prices are you know reasonable reasonable mm-hmm. um for whole food so that's been a major time saver um for me on market day which is monday um i still do try- you sound so bougie market day <laughs> black people don't say market day <laughs> what did they say grocery Not, yeah, day when they go grocery shopping all right well the day i go grocery <laughs> shopping on monday um that saves me a lot of time which is also the start of my week although i do try to get into lidl two to three times a week is there i have a never been you? to lidl Ever? Uh, ever. Oh. And I don't think there's one near me. They're there might up. be one in like Virginia now. They just, oh, they're, yeah, they're, I think the first ones were in Virginia, but mm-hmm. there are, I think, three in Prince George's County now. Yeah, I think I just saw that they opened up another one in Lanham. Yep. So I try to go two to three times a week for my low price items and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So anyway, the more I outsource and simplify, the more I can focus on executing, which is my word of the year. So that's what I'm feeling right now. I love that. How about you? Right now, I'm feeling what I call slow Sundays. Mm. So um, I attend 
Zion Church, and Zion Church has a um, Fort Washington location that mm-hmm. has a Saturday service. Mm-hmm. So, girl, I be up praising, well, yeah, up in church mm-hmm. on Saturday night, praising the Lord so that I have my Sundays to just rest rest, and prepare for the week ahead. Yes. And so I am in love with Saturday service, um, which leads to slow Sundays where I can just Take it easy, not leave my house, and do what I need to do to make sure that I have a productive week. So, shout out to Zion Church. Yeah. Senior Pastor Keith A. Battle. And Fort Washington Pastor <laughs> Daryl Townsend. That's if you right. are in the Fort Washington area, come holler at your girl on a Saturday night. Starts at 6 p.m., ends at 7.15, and you can still have your whole Saturday evening to do whatever else you want to do. Yeah, and if you're listening to us from somewhere else in the world, ZionChurch.org, they have an internet campus. So They do. Check it out. Check it out. All right, so it is time for Table table Talk. talk. Yes, ma'am. So happy Monday, guys. We are back again talking about all spring things. Yes. We kicked off the month with spring cleaning, and we talked about spring shindig. Mm-hmm. Both of which are focused a lot on the outward manifestation of things. We did talk about some inward, um, yeah, kind of spring cleaning, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, the next couple of episodes, we're really kind of going some level deep, like a level deeper, right? Yeah. So and, the next two episodes, we're going to be sort of taking that journey inward, mm-hmm. um, beginning with today's episode. So welcome to episode seven, y'all. Spring forward, progress, mm. perfection and procrastination this is a perfect episode you know seven is the number of what i was gonna say completion completion. yeah Mm. so let's go love to see it (laughs) um all right let's dig in so this is a really good topic for us because we both have a wealth of experience to pull from in all three of these things um progress we make good progress on things perfectionism which is a challenge and procrastination especially one one of us more than the other We are not calling anybody out on this podcast. Just saying. Um, So this is good. What it takes to uh, make goals happen and what role these characteristics like perfectionism and procrastination play in that, which really fits into a thread that I think has been throughout um, the show, which Mm -hmm. is kind of like purpose and goal setting. So I think this really continues to play into that with this whole spring forward. Yeah. So let's get into it. So I have been called out on my (laughs) procrastination because it is something that I struggle with. And so I want to start off by calling a thing a thing Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, procrastination is rooted in fear, Mm. specifically um, the fear of failure. Mm. So, you know, I think about are there particular areas in my life right now where I am, um, you know, taking my sweet old time doing something because um, I'm just really afraid to do it. Mm -hmm. And when I thought about it, um, a couple of weeks ago, I was actually over Maddie's house and she low-key grilled me (laughs) about this (laughs) dating thing and that, you know, being really active on the dating apps. She's like, what's wrong with you? Legit, that's what she said. <laughs> and Neil said, nothing's wrong with me. I said, me. nothing's wrong with me. <laughs> but yeah, I am trying. <laughs> yeah, so I, that's one area that I'm procrastinating in. Mm-hmm. And I had to think about, like, what is behind that procrastination? And, you know, it is a fear of failing at relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, fear of um, rejection mm-hmm. in, a, in a way. Um, and not that... 
people are necessarily not going to appreciate me for who I am. But, um, you know, I, I've been in relationships where I've been totally transparent and totally vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for whatever reason, they have not worked out. And so it's like, do you want to put yourself through that again? So you just delay, delay, mm-hmm. delay so that you don't have to go through those things. And so that's definitely one area where I feel like I am being a little bit of a procrastinator. I'm trying to push through the procrastination and get on a getting on this dating thing. But another area that I um, kind of going back to the spring cleaning episode is interior design. So I mm-hmm. know that I have a love for interior design, um, but I have never really done, I think, the bulk of the work necessary to kind of put myself out there in that realm. So I think there's a little bit of procrastination and just like sharing that part of my gift mm-hmm. with the world. Um, so yeah, I, I you know, th- there's many areas, as Maddie kind of alluded to, that um, I'm procrastinating in and that, you know, you just have to kind of push through the fear and gets to going and don't delay, just push through. And that's what I'm trying to do. That's good. So this is a welcome reminder um, mm-hmm. for both of us. And I totally agree. I think that fear is at the root of a lot of the characteristics um, or habits that mm-hmm. hinder us. I was um, texting with a girlfriend of mine actually this morning and telling her that I was worried about something. And so mm-hmm. she sent me a devotional um about um, fear because her husband had been sick lately and she said she's just felt like so much fear creeping up. Mm. Um, and so I read the devotional and the first line in the devotional was um, this: these exact words that I had shared in the show notes previously mm. that I had written a couple nights ago, which is that fear is at the root of so many things that keep us from doing what we're supposed to be doing. So it was perfect mm. confirmation for me. But I think that the fa- fear of failure um, that's the foundation for procrastination that you're talking about mm-hmm. in particular stems from the other P word, which is perfectionism. I think we wouldn't have a fear of failure if the bar for failure wasn't so low because our expectations mm-hmm. of ourselves are so, so high. high. So anything short of that that's feels true. like a failure. Mm-hmm. So this unhealthy fear of failure um, can reach a point that's almost paralyzing when we talk about like analysis paralysis and Mm -hmm. just, you know, preparing for too long. And it's typically because many of us were trained, you know, we're going back to our childhood Mm -hmm. to believe that good isn't good enough, you know. If you're second place, you're the first loser and just all these other things that I think parents meant to say to encourage mm-hmm. us and, you know, you, well, you, you got to be, why don't you get an A? You know, where are the rest of the points at that you should have got on your right. test? And did you study hard enough? And did you, you know, you got to be the top. You got to be the best. You got to be pressed and, you know, mm-hmm. face greased and hair done and ready to go at all, t- <laughs> all <laughs> times. You know what I mean? Um, so because of that, either we don't start a task because mm-hmm. we are stunned into not being able to start because um, we're stuck again in this preparation mode, or we can never finish a task because we will not leave well enough alone. So, you know, I'm working on this project, mm-hmm. but let me make a few more edits. Let me, you know, let me do these finishing touches on it. And we're never able to get it out into the world. So I think it comes back to our childhood. I think there's a fine line between, um, you know, coaching our kids to strive for excellence and giving something our best versus this sort of unreasonable, unattainable ideal that some of us have created for ourselves or, you know, brought into our adulthood. Yeah. And I think for me, like my perfectionism started from a place where 
you know, as a child, I was so successful at a lot of different things mm-hmm. that um, because of that success, my parents continued to kind of move the expectation bar up, mm-hmm. you know, more and more. So I would have to strive for the next thing. Um, and that's, you know, where, I, I, you know, that I think that's where it was bred, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if, you know, I had been a child who hadn't had as much success early on without like the prodding or the help of my parents, if they would have had that same expectation, who knows? Um, So I think it's important, you know, while we're talking about what can we do as either parents or people who are in the lives of other young um, adults is just to make it known to them that it's okay Mm -hmm. um, to not be perfect and to not, you want them to have expectations, Mm -hmm. but you don't want them to have them where they're so high, where, you know, if they miss the mark, exactly. Yeah. um, Where they tie kind of their achievements and everything to, um, you know, their worth and, and all of those things, or they're striving for more and more and more. Cause I think that's where we get caught up. Yeah. Perfectionism. And another one that comes from that too, is people pleasing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am also one of those people who grew up believing that I, I had to be the best. Um, and I was taught like, you are the best, you can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do anything, which is great. It's affirming, but right. it can also cause us to second guess ourselves um, at times, you know, in adulthood, like, am I really, achieving this the standard that I have for myself so we do have to unlearn relearn and reparent ourselves in you know in our adulthood Mm -hmm. as adults to say look this is good enough that doesn't mean that I'm settling it means that I'm creating healthy parameters around my expectations of myself and other expect other people's expectations of me um as well so Mm -hmm. I'm going to stop right there because our next episode is on balance having it all, finding our rhythm in life. And I don't want to delve too much into that. But I will say that one resource that I recommend for people who struggle with this, with perfectionism, is a book that Tenille actually bought for me several years ago when it first was published. And it's called Present Over Perfect by Shauna Nequist. And um, came out, I think, in 2016, if I'm not mistaken. And I read the book, I I love the book, and I went on to read four or five more of her books. And um, she has really influenced my work quite a bit. She's also one of these people who likes to cook and gather mm-hmm. people around her table. I and stopped so, at book one, I think. I, think <laughs> I read Present Over Perfect and then I was done. But yeah. She has some good um, stories that she ties mm-hmm. in with recipes and she talks about the importance of community and gathering. And so um, shout out to Shauna. We can talk more about it on the next episode. Um, but Tanil, what, what tools do you have or maybe tactics that you would recommend for somebody who struggles with procrastination or perfectionism? Yeah, I would say, you know, the first thing would be just to start. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't overthink it or second guess yourself. Um, You know, so often we can stay in our heads and we just stay there and never do anything. Mm -hmm. So just start. Um, You can always iterate as you go. Mm -hmm. You can always pivot. You can always change your mind. That's Mm -hmm. okay, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just do it. And you never know what the first step may lead to the second step may lead to the third step. I I think that's great advice. I'm actually Mm -hmm. working on 
um, putting together some branding for Love Madden mm-hmm. that I think is more reflective of sort of who I am. Okay. And so I've been working with a graphic designer that this is my first time working with her. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I shared some things with her and she was like, all right, let's, you know, let's just like dive in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait, I have a mood board. I have, you know, Pinterest. I have all this stuff. And she's like, all right, I'll, t- I'll take a look at it, but let's just, let's start. start. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go from there, which is very different from designers I've worked with in the in past. The past we're like, right. this is my process. You get three edits and then you get very strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not, you know, we're not going to add color till step six. So you right. can't see what this looks like. And I'm like, I got to see it. I can't visualize it. And so when she said this, I was like, just start. Like, you don't even know me. Right. Like, here I am. She's like, I'm going to get to know you throughout this process. We're just going to start. Girl, within three rounds, because she said I do unlimited rounds. So I don't want you to feel tense. We won't stop until you Are love happy. it. So I was like, all right, let's go for it. Within three rounds, she had nailed exactly wow. what I wanted by just getting started and then asking me to give her like as much information about what you liked and what you didn't like. And Maddie's very good at doing giving like these very detailed feedback I do, emails. I do, so I do like sure to give a lot of feedback, but <laughs> it made me rethink so many things. Like I'm such a process oriented mm-hmm. person that I was like, man, if I was her, I would have spent probably two weeks on trying to like do information and data collection before starting. Yeah. So um, just another, you know, way to, to think about. Right. Yeah. So my next um, tactic would be done is better than perfect. So, you know, so often we get caught up in having, you know, things be just the way we in our mind envision them. Mm -hmm. And if it works out that way, I think, you know, that's amazing. But done is better than perfect. So good (laughs) is fine. Good enough is fine. Mm -hmm. It does not have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. It's better to be able to check that thing off the list or to get that thing out in the world Mm -hmm. than to, you know, keep it to yourself because you don't think it's at a point where it is perfect Perfect. in your own eyes. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, perfection is an illusion that keeps us from accomplishing our goals. And in 2020, we want to, in the words of Madden, (laughs) execute. That's right. And so you got to get it done. Get her done. And then there's only one who's perfect. That's the our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why well, you had to think about it? You know somebody else? I was like, where is she going with this? <laughs> Sorry. Um, and then the last thing that I would just add here, you know, as a um, piece of advice or a tip is you have to be willing to relinquish control. And I think that when you are a perfectionist, it's very hard for you to give up that control. Mm -hmm. I've learned a lot about myself in the past couple of years, like planning all these different events, um, whether they're, you know, for my family or Mm -hmm. my friends or, um, you know, I, I always had a like ideal in my mind of how I wanted things to go and what I wanted. And at the end of the day, as long as you embody what your friend or your family member or like the overall vision of the event is, how we get there, it it doesn't have to be your way, Mm -hmm. right? And you don't have to have your hands on every single piece. Um, And so I just want to say, be comfortable with giving up the control Mm. And the preconceived expectation or vision of the outcome. Because I think we get caught up in something we have in our mind. Yeah. Yeah. And and sometimes that's not really achievable. So you have to relinquish that control. Something that I'll continue to work on to this day. I recently went on a vacation with um, my family. Mm -hmm. And I went on a jet ski with my brother. Right. (laughs) 
He was driving. I was on the back. You were not in control. I was not in control, and I was not happy. <laughs> but this is just an exercise <laughs> for me to learn how to give up control. That's really good. Whew, child. Yeah. What about you? You seem to do a pretty good job of getting things done, especially um, since your word of the year is execute. Yeah. Um, what has been a major takeaway kind of in the process of pushing past the perfection to make the progress and get it done? So I love the tactics that you shared. Um, so I would echo those. I don't think I have any additional Mm-hmm. like tactics, but I have a couple of tools. I'm a big fan of tools to help you get things done. Yes. Um, and I really like simple tools, like back to what mm-hmm. I was saying in the intro, like I'm really into um, just making it as easy as possible, like just where I am in mm-hmm. life. So I've used planners, which can be great. Um, I was a huge fan for many years of Power Sheets by Laura Casey mm-hmm. and Cultivate What Matters. And they work. Um, I have mm-hmm. really, by writing down goals and seeing them, I have been able to achieve them and just Mm -hmm. by tending to them and checking in with them regularly. So I am a huge fan of that. Um, But so do, um, and and also so do some other project management tools that I mentioned earlier, like Asana and Trello and all this stuff. But so do some of these simpler um, tools that we have, you know, already Mm preloaded on our phone. And so that in this season, that's what I'm leaning into. I'm looking for less prep work, less maintenance, and more things that I can just simply check off. Mm So, you know, otherwise I'm the type of person like when I have all this prep work and opportunity to kind of like get vision and plan and then I get too deep into the dreaming and not enough into the doing. So um, I have three top tools that I want to share with you guys. Number one is iPhone notes. As soon as I have an idea or a thought, I immediately put it in my notes. I'm one of those people who likes to organize and color code or whatever. So first, I wasn't comfortable with just having a running list. Okay. But now, I've got my notes kind of like sectioned off into major buckets. Hmm. And the top line of my notes are um, emojis. So when I go through my notes, all I see is a list of emojis. Okay. So if it's something related to the baby, for example, I'll have like a baby emoji. If it's something related to a book that I'm writing, I have an emoji of a book. So I just look for that emoji. I click on it. I open it up and then I brain dump there. So my iPhone notes, I have a little system. I love that. Mm -hmm. The second, which really should be the first, is my iPhone Google Calendar. Um, I use that for everything, and I'm going to share a little bit more about how I do that. The third is the Google Tasks and Gmail that I just talked about, and I do have an honorable mention, actually. I just thought of um, iPhone reminders in Siri. So I'll say, hey, Siri, when I get to, because she'll do like the GPS, so like when I get to the office, can you remind me to email Patrick? And wow, when I pull Siri up, is, um, sophisticated. Yep, when I pull up, I'll get it, and I, I could talk to her. So I'm in the car, and I just press the button down. I could talk into my Bluetooth, and so when I pull up to the address, she the notification that'll pop up, and it'll say email Patrick. You know, so I I also really do like iPhone reminders. You could set it for a time or a location. You can make the reminder recurring. So every time you get you know home, it'll say check your mailbox or whatever, whatever you mm. ask her to help you do. So I love that. Yeah, I am not maximizing Siri at all girl maximize that app those reminders are key and you don't have to use siri like you can just type it in yourself so it's up to you but but i I like siri talking to me though i do too it makes me feel like (laughs) i have a personal assistant (laughs) hey siri (laughs) um i thought she's gonna pop up um so time is our most valuable asset Mm. so for me managing my time is the most important thing that i can focus on um so like i said with the google calendar i think that really 
beyond any plan or anything else, that is the number one tool that we use in our household. So I have a shared family calendar with my husband. Um, I have calendars for um, work. I have mm-hmm. calendars for Love Madden and they're all color coded. Um, so when I look at my you know, day, mm-hmm. I have blocked off colors of what I'm doing for the day. Mm -hmm. Um, I block off, you know, mommy time. I block off me time, you know, because I have like a a family and Mm self-related color as well. So Mm -hmm. I love that because when I look at it and I see, for example, you know, I don't see a lot of teal, then Mm -hmm. that's my color for Love Madden. I know that I haven't put enough time into like preparing show notes for the podcast Mm -hmm. or making updates to the website. You know, I'm like looking and it's all orange this week and that's my work color. You know, so just seeing that helps me to know Here's something you need to pull back off of. Mm-hmm. You need to lean more into this. I haven't seen a date night pop up in a couple weeks. So um, yeah. visually, that's been helpful for no, me. No, that's a really, really good tip um, that I'm going to have to start using. Because like you said, it allows you to see where you're spending your time. Mm-hmm. And if you need to make some adjustments, then you know you can you can do that. Adjust accordingly. Yeah. Yeah. So we are moving into our optional segment. And this episode, it is more please. Ooh, yes. So this episode, I think, was really good Mm -hmm. um, in terms of giving some very practical uh, strategies and tactics that you can use to push past the um, perfectionism and the procrastination. Um, And so, you know, I had to do some internal reading of myself. A little bit, yeah. um, To... (laughs) have the awareness that there are some things that I need to be um, moving on or moving um, towards and and kind of getting out of my own way. So we can never get enough of digging into these topics um, or the topics that we continue to struggle with because we're always a work in progress. So do better. Yeah. Yeah. So my golden nugget from today's episode would be the peace on fear. And, um, you know, it's nothing new. Mm -hmm. We have said this time and time again, that fear keeps us from so much that is good and we have to face it uh, head on Mm -hmm. and just move past it. Um, but you need those reminders every now and then. We have to, to acknowledge that fear is, you know, sometimes yeah. we, we want to act like we're so brave and we're so, you know, fearless. But if we really keep asking ourselves why, I think I don't, I think we went to a conference where they were like, ask why three times. Mm-hmm. So if you keep asking yourself why you're not doing something, why, 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 by the third why, you're going to get to some fear. Yeah. Yeah. And the mission of Love Madden is to face fear through conversations like these, Mm -hmm. face-to-face dialogue, Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, just that honesty and vulnerability will help us to do that, you know, one girl talk at a time. So if you have a, I have a conversation tonight with Maddie, and then you go and you have a conversation with your girlfriend, we can begin to break down some of the barriers that are preventing us from doing great things. And so I am grateful for all of my good girlfriends and how we help. Uh, one another face our fears and our perceived inadequacies because those inadequacies and insecurities are also barriers as well. Yeah, that's true. That I think that is our major takeaway from this episode, um, fighting fear and also giving ourselves grace, um, remembering that it is all a process. So we have to learn from the experience. We might practice a tactic or use a tool that, that you know we might have shared here or, you know, learned here, and then we keep it pushing. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So um, facing our fear, giving ourselves grace, and just remembering that life is just a series of opportunities to do just that, to keep it pushing Mm -hmm. and to make progress. So I will kind of end this segment by saying progress over perfection.
gets the moving, girl. That's it. Progress over perfection. I'm saying that to myself. That's right. And now it it's is time, time for question of the episode. episode. You went from high to low. Yeah, I told you. When they go low, we go high. No, you you started high. (laughs) You said, question. Right. Uh So my um, (laughs) high-low meter is more so on the episode part. It's either I go, episode or Or episode. episode. Got it. Okay. So now I know what I'm looking for. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Um, So today's question of the episode is name something that you are procrastinating on (sighs) that you will take action on before this episode airs. I ain't got no choice. So I have a big project that I have taken on at work mm. that I was like, yeah, I can do it. I can do the whole thing. I got it. You know, I don't need no help because I have Here a vision. I have a vision for Control. it. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> um, so we're doing a total web redesign. Mm. And a big part of this is content migration. Um, mm. And it's, it ain't really a whole lot that we can migrate. So it's a lot of rewriting <laughs> <laughs> and re- rewriting and revising of existing content. Okay. Um, and it's a huge undertaking, but I know if I do it, I can do it right. Um, but I'm hey, not, I don't know do where. Do you hear this? Do you hear this? <laughs> if I do it, I can do it the way it needs to be done. In. That it's control. I'm being honest. Hey. I'm just telling y'all. I'm telling y'all the truth. So I'm looking at it and it's a lot. So I'm trying to, as they say, you know, eat the, eat the elephant one bite at a time. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard that? Uh, Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I've heard it. However it goes. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Because it's a huge elephant and I don't know where to start biting, I will divert my attention to other small projects because mm-hmm. I feel like I can check them off the box mm-hmm. and a whole day will go by and I haven't taken now one nibble out of this elephant and mm-hmm. it's still big and fat and sitting on my desk and I need to do something about can it. Can a couple people eat off the elephant? Yeah. So that's where I've revisited mm-hmm. um, okay. and I sent some emails to some folks asking them to send me some you know, content that they can help provide, but... A little bit more positive because you're already setting yourself up for to feel like I'm gonna have to rewrite exactly. this. Yeah, no, I have. There, there, there are. I mean, there are definitely people who are capable and can yes, do a yes, great, yes. great job at this work. It's it, hey, um, hey, if you're listening, people, say yeah, people, coworkers, it's her. It's not it's you. It's not y'all. It's me. Um, so yeah, I, I did. I sent off some emails today, just saying like, here's some areas where I could use some assistance with this Mm -hmm. um but my deadline is looming and i have to do this Mm. asap so i'm gonna get it done i ain't got no choice it's gonna gonna get done you're gonna get it done and it's gonna be excellent not perfect not perfect here we go here we go with that perfection (laughs) (laughs) it is gonna be excellent oh they gonna love it is it gonna be excellent or is it gonna be done or is it gonna be both or is it gonna be good and done It, it ain't going to be go. less than good. Here we go. Oh, yeah. No, I don't do less than good. Exactly. No, you at least it have It's going to be good. Yes, yes. But it might not be all the way done. So what I another thing I had to concede to was when we roll it out, as long as we have the minimal viable project yes. pr- product and that looks great, all the sub pages are not, yeah, mm-hmm. are not all going to be there right away. So mm-hmm. if you digging down three clicks, you're going to hit the dead end. Yeah, that's fine. Which is fine. If you are digging down three clips, you, <gasps> you need deserve, to come help me work on it. <laughs> you deserve to hit the dead end. Okay. Um, <laughs> what about what about you? Name something that you are procrastinating on that you promised to take action on before this episode airs. So um, a couple episodes ago, I told you all that I was thinking about getting back into therapy mm. to just um, deal with some 
past and present trauma. And mm-hmm. so I have been um, procrastinating on scheduling my initial consultation uh, meetings with the three people that I've identified because mm-hmm. you got it's kind of like dating too. You got to shop around. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am committing to at least making those initial consultation appointments before this episode goes live. So you can DM me and ask me if I did it mm-hmm. just to hold me accountable. Girl, they gonna be asking you who's your therapist. People will be like, slide me that. No, hey, nah, <laughs> nope. Because I, I want to be able to give you a um, vetted recommendation. True. And so if I haven't worked with them for at least three to six months, I can't even tell you. I got you. nothing for you. Right. I'm out here procrastinating on my own healing, right. getting in my own way. Right. Right. So right. It's time to make some moves. That's right. This was a good episode. It was. I'm excited for the next one as well because I really think it's going to be a nice flow. So I'm looking forward to it. Progress. Perfection. Procrastination. Don't let it be you, sis. Don't let it be you. Great. Until next time. See you on the other side. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Love Madden Podcast. Wait, are you subscribed yet? If not, what are you waiting for? Want to show more love? Rate and review. Then let's keep talking over at lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. Love M A A D E N.